Welcome everyone and thanks for tuning in to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzak. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each week we explore the benefits of conscious business and how your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? As you may have figured out by now, being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development you can ever go through. Today, I want to focus on the process of personal growth. And more importantly, how you perceive growth. Do you see growing and learning as exciting or as a necessary evil? How do you react when you're being called forth to grow? Do you welcome it and lean in? Or do you get scared and avoid it at all costs? There are actually three truths about personal growth and entrepreneurship that I'm going to share with you. So here's a sneak peek at them and what you're going to learn in today's episode. In the first segment, I'm going to introduce you to the natural law of expansion and we'll explore the truth that growth is a necessary and normal part of the human experience. In our second segment, I'll explain how our spiritual growth is a constant journey in our lives, not just a temporary place where we can choose to hang out for a little bit. Then we'll explore the third truth that everyone else around us is also constantly growing and how being aware of this will help you with your relationships. Then in our fourth segment, we're gonna look specifically at your personal growth as an entrepreneur. And I'm gonna give you five tips to use your personal growth as an accelerator to grow your business. Then in our last segment, I'm gonna share a little inspiration from one of my favorite books. But first, I wanna start with a story. Now today, our story is about one of my friends and her nightmare boss. Do you know anybody who is trapped in a job that they hate with a horrible boss? Chances are that you do because 65% of employees would rather have a new boss over a pay raise. Now, I'm always baffled by this stat and how high it is because I think it goes to show us just how horrible we are as managers. And I also think it's a good reminder that money actually isn't the number one motivator. And I think this crisis of bad management is what drives so many people into entrepreneurship. So my story today starts with my friend while she was working at a big consultancy and she really hated her boss. Now, whenever we would go out for lunch, all she would do was talk about her boss and how he never listened to her, how he didn't respect her. He would cancel their meetings at the last minute or just sometimes not even show up. He would assign her projects, but then never be around to give her any guidance or any feedback. Now, this situation started to consume her. She was so frustrated by this relationship with her boss that she actually started to get anxious about going to work. So after about a year of this, she finally made the decision to move on, and she found an amazing job at a new firm. Now, it wasn't really a promotion per se, it was more of a lateral move, but she was so excited by this new job and the chance to make a fresh start and really have a boss that would value and respect her. And she was so excited about this new job, it was as if her whole energy had shifted after leaving this one toxic relationship behind her. 
Now, as with any new job, there's always that honeymoon period of a couple months that it takes you to find your way around and get settled in. But after a few months of settling in, a strange thing started to happen. Her new boss started to act different. During their interviews, he had promised her the world and said he would give her lots of guidance and FaceTime. But it seemed as though he was starting to treat her like her old boss had. And within a couple of months, she found herself right at that same place with this new job, frustrated with a boss who didn't value or appreciate her. Now, over the 15 years that I've known her, this relationship dynamic has popped up many different times in many different jobs. Interesting, huh? Now, you have to wonder, was this a 15-year stroke of bad luck? Or was there something deeper going on here? Like maybe a pattern that kept happening over and over again. Maybe calling her forth to learn a lesson or to grow. Let's talk about the natural law of expansion. It's one of the most important things you need to understand as an entrepreneur. It can either be your best friend or your greatest enemy. How you respond to it will determine whether your business grows or you end up being trapped on the movie set of Groundhog Day, reliving the same circumstances over and over again. And while it might be mildly entertaining at first, it will quickly become annoying and frustrating. The natural law of expansion says that our mission in life is to continuously learn and grow and that frustrating people and challenging circumstances are there to teach us a lesson. You can never run away from frustrating people because they've been put into your path for a reason. They're there to teach you a lesson or to help you develop a much needed quality in yourself or to grow. Have you ever heard that saying, and this is a great tweetable, wherever you go, there you are. Because as much as we would like to blame everyone else and everything else around us for all the problems in our life, it is often us that is causing the problem. Or it is us that holds the key to fixing the problem. Wherever you go, there you are means that you can run, but you can't hide. Because the source of the problem or the key to the solution is you. However, if you do attempt to run away from it, the lesson will be presented to you again and again in the shape of a new relationship, a new person, or a new job. Oh, it might look a little bit different this time, but for all intents and purposes, the learning opportunity will be the same. And just like with my friend, when she tried to move on from her boss, a new replacement person showed up to play that role. And the natural law of expansion applies to our personal lives as well. Have you ever had a friend who seemed to be repeating the same abusive relationship over and over again? Now, it's painfully obvious to us on the outside because we can see the pattern. But sadly, this is something that they need to learn for themselves before they break free from it. So how does the natural law of expansion work? Well, challenging people or circumstances are presented to us. They give us the opportunity to grow. And only when we learn the lesson or develop that much needed quality will we be able to move on. Remember that personal development doesn't just happen in the form of a nicely packaged book or course that we get to choose to do when we feel like it. You know, that would make life so boring. 
Personal development happens real time, through your relationships, through your business, and through your job. It is through our relationships where you develop the ability to express yourself to others, to handle conflict, to learn how to be empathetic towards others. We all need to learn to focus on how we're all connected, what it is that we have in common rather than focusing solely on our own needs and what makes us different and separate from others. Like it or not, if you really want to accelerate your personal development, you will focus on your relationships. That's where the magic is. And here's another great tweetable. Every relationship is an assignment. Next, I want to talk about the second truth about growth, which is that personal growth is constant. It's not just a temporary phase. There is a myth in our society that growth is temporary or finite, that growth happens during a certain part of our life and that we will reach a destination where we get to know it all. And then life will be smooth sailing from there and we'll no longer have to grow or learn. But this kind of thinking is harmful to us for many reasons. First, we can start to have this expectation that when we're experienced and smart enough and reach that destination, then we get to stop growing and learning. But growing and learning never stops. It's part of our human experience. And if we're so focused on reaching a destination, then we miss out on appreciating what we're learning during the journey. And this robs us of enjoying the experience. Second, when we see growing as temporary, It holds us back from being confident during the process, as if we're wearing an under construction sign that holds us back from showing up and giving 100% of our potential. Now, I see this a lot with my clients, and it's almost a vicious circle of, I'll feel confident when I've landed this type of client or when my business is making this much money. But truly, it really actually works the other way around. You have to feel confident and believe first, then the success will flow. And third, it causes us to get really frustrated when things don't go perfectly according to plan. Now we think that we arrive at this perfect destination where we get to know it all and then our magical fairy dust of perfection will make everything around us go perfectly according to plan. So then by association, when things don't go according to plan, We interpret this as a universal sign that we're not there yet. The reality is surprises are going to happen, no matter how experienced, how knowledgeable, or how awesome you are. Perfect is boring. In this segment, I want to talk about the third truth about growth, which is everybody's doing it. Now, the good news about the natural law of expansion is that you're not alone. You have been given a life sentence to grow, but so has everyone else. And I want you to remember this and use it as an opportunity to focus on what we have in common with others rather than how we are different or separate from them. Here's what I mean. Sometimes we set ourselves up for disappointment because we have unrealistic expectations for people who are more experienced than us. We expect them to have all the answers and never make mistakes and then we get disappointed when they're not perfect. Now this really shows up with reporting structures. Somehow, whenever you throw a hierarchy or an org chart into the mix, it makes us believe that if someone is more senior than us in rank, then they should logically have more knowledge, experience, and skills than us in every area. 
And I think this limiting belief causes disconnection between people and it sets us up for failure in two ways. First, we have an unrealistic expectation that our manager and everyone senior to us has to know more than us and we get disappointed when they don't. And secondly, managers carry this burden of thinking they have to know it all. And this can cause a lot of pressure and stress. And so for some managers who aren't maybe as self-aware, that burden weighs them down and it can bring about a fraud saboteur so that in order to live up to the expectations of others around them, they start to act as if someone that they're not. And inauthenticity is the major cause of all disconnection in the workplace. I also often see a big burden for CEOs and for founders because they feel like they alone have to have all the answers. They alone have to come up with all the strategy and that everyone is looking to them to know what to do and have all the answers. We really need to get away from this old paradigm thinking. Remember, you're growing at all times and so is everyone else. Now let's take a look at how you as an entrepreneur can adopt a healthy mindset about growth. I'm going to share five tips on how you can use your personal growth as an accelerator to grow your business. Tip number one, expect growth to be continuous. Did you know that perfect is an illusion, not a destination? You will always be learning and always be growing. And this is a good thing. And FYI, one thing to remember that As you learn and grow, the challenges that you're going to get sent tend to up-level a little in magnitude, but don't worry, you're totally ready for this. And if you stay conscious enough, you will start to recognize that these bigger challenges are actually a sign that you're growing and increasing in your capacity. Sometimes I see entrepreneurs holding on for dear life to make it through that first three to four years because there's a rule of thumb that says if you can make it that long, your business will get off the ground. But if you're a driven individual, which I'm pretty sure that you are, as soon as you reach your goal, there's going to be something new to strive for and new challenges will come up along the way. And this is perfectly normal. Tip number two, don't expect everything to go according to plan. Because it's not going to, and this is a good thing. Accept the reality that you don't have any control over external factors, but you have 100% control over how you react to things. Remember this and be agile. When things don't go according to plan, it's typically because the universe has created something bigger and better for you than you could have imagined for yourself, which is why it's always good to ask with eyes wide open. Because when you get what you want, it can sometimes look a little bit different than what you expected. I love that John Kabat-Zinn quote, you can't stop the waves, but you can learn to surf. Tip number three, remember that everybody else is doing it. So don't expect others to be perfect. They're on their own learning journey, just as much as you are. Model the behavior that you want. And the more compassion and patience that you give to others, the more will be returned back to you. Tip number four, acknowledge your growth. Every so often, take the time to look back and reminisce on some of the great growth that you've had in the past and appreciate what you've accomplished. 
It's human nature that as soon as we learn something or acquire new knowledge, we take it for granted and we get in the starting blocks for the next big thing. But take time to appreciate what you've learned, either as part of your daily practice or set time each month or each quarter. I like to keep something I call a milestone journal, where I track the first time I've ever accomplished something new with my business. And this can include more tactical things like you know, first contracts or revenue targets, or it can include more personal targets, like first time you did something that was kind of scary. Then if you're ever having an off day, you can look back and reminisce on how far that you've come. Tip number five, see personal growth as an opportunity for strategic business growth. Whenever the chance for personal growth happens and is presented to you through your business, and you feel a little bit of resistance in yourself, see this as an opportunity. Now, I'm not talking about making a big strategic decision. I'm talking about you stepping up to do something that pushes you out of your comfort zone, something that scares the crap out of you, and it gives you that slightly queasy feeling in your stomach. This is typically when your procrastination saboteur shows up. When I talk about your business calling you forth, this is what I mean. Your business is asking you to step up and expand your range and your capability. Truly conscious entrepreneurs will not only accept the challenges when they're presented, but they will start to see opportunities for personal growth as strategic, as accelerators to grow their business. I see so many entrepreneurs being busy spinning their wheels in their comfort zone or wasting too much time on email or being reactive and let others set their agenda. I want you to do the things that move the dial and leaning into something that causes you a bit of personal discomfort will move the dial a lot more than spending an afternoon on email. Look, the universe always rewards bravery and when you push those outer edges of your comfort zone out, you will yield greater results than spending time on email. And sometimes you'll get results in a direct way based on what you just did, or sometimes it's indirect, but either way you will be rewarded. For inspiration today, I wanna share one of my favorite books called The Vortex by Jerry and Esther Hicks. The Vortex has taught me a lot about relationships and how they are a huge form of growth how they teach us more about ourselves and about others than in any other way. This book explains how relationships cause us to grow and they have a really brilliant and playful way of delivering their message. They affectionately label the difficult people in our lives as our friends. Here's a quick little passage from the Vortex. This friend has been giving you grief for a long time and you can't shake loose of this friend because you talk about this friend so much that the law of attraction just keeps that friend right in your space. And even if you're able to remove yourself from the vicinity of that friend by moving across the world, another one takes that friend's place almost immediately. Now, I am a huge fan of Jerry and Esther Hicks and all their work. You may already be a fan of them and Abraham, If you're new to their material, you might want to start at the very beginning with their book, Ask and It Is Given. That will give you more of a foundation about their philosophy. But either way, all of their books are brilliant and I highly recommend their work. 
and it's time to start wrapping up here. For detailed show notes about this episode, please visit thecorporateyogi.com. Remember that your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I know that you are one of the brave ones, and together we can pave this new way, this better way, this conscious way of doing business. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now, it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.